0: I really think that this hurts a business more than it does help the business to grow, yet most business owners don't even know that they're doing it, which is the real problem. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses, and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo. I'm the owner of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business, mindset, and lifestyle hacking for driven mofos. And the reason why I do these podcasts or these episodes is because most people waste their life, and I just don't want you to be one of them. Before I start, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who has rated our podcast, reviewed our podcast. It has blown my mind. I wasn't expecting that this podcast would take off the way that it has. I just didn't expect that people would get out there and share it and rate it and review it and tell their friends about it. And the numbers, I've been looking at the data and every week the numbers keep going up and up and up and up and it's blown my mind. For years, people have said to me, Michael, you should do a podcast. We did one back in 2016 and 2017 that went number one on iTunes. But I just got fed up of interviewing people that we got to a point where I'd interviewed all the people that I thought I'd enjoy interviewing. And then we started interviewing a few bellens. I don't know if anyone understands that term, but anyway, they weren't the best people to interview. And I just thought, why am I doing this? Fuck this. So I just stopped it. I just canceled it, pulled it down offline. I think you can still find it somewhere. There's some good episodes in there, but I just took it down because I wasn't enjoying it. And I have a philosophy in life that if I don't enjoy doing something and I'm not going to do it long-term, then I'm not doing it at all. And so I just ripped it down and that was it. It was called, I think, the Mojo Master Podcast. Anyway, I've had people just tell me in our community for years, you need to do another podcast. Blah blah, blah, And I just kept putting it off. And then it was actually Jess, my wife, who convinced me to do it. And she said, Michael, you can hop on social media and you just jump on and you share all this great information and these insights. And you've got so much knowledge. You need to share it. And I do love sharing it, but I thought I had to structure it and all this. And I just realized that if I just get on here and just shoot the shit and talk whatever I want to talk about that, who knows, someone might enjoy it and someone might get some value out of it. And I guess some of you must, (laughs) because it's really blown my mind. So I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone. And thank you for being part of our Driven MoFo community. Because I know that there is a group of driven people out there, just like myself, who have big dreams, big goals. They know they can do so much with their life. And they don't want to live an ordinary, boring life. But what I found is that the majority of stuff out there just didn't really resonate with me. Like, I got to a point where, you know, all this motivation, rah-rah stuff. It was great when I was first starting out and I had no drive and no ambition, but after a while I went, why am I listening to this? All I do is I get pumped up and then I crash and then I feel like crap and then I beat myself up and go through ruts. And this is also why I created our Thrive Time event for that specific reason, because I kept going through those stages and doing all this personal development and personal growth, and I would start moving forward and get ahead. And I thought that I was doing some great stuff and then all of a sudden I'm hitting rock bottom again and beating the shit out of myself and mentally and emotionally. I would lie on the couch and then I would feel guilty about resting and then I would go hard again and, you know, all of a sudden I'm back in this rut again and it was just this vicious cycle. So I really want to share good quality information that I know has helped me throughout my journey of going from the kid who was kicked out of school at 15 to then going back to school, becoming a diesel mechanic, then getting into personal training and doing that for almost a decade. And then now doing this for 11, 12 years, I can't even remember how long it's been, 11 years or whatever in human behavior and really working with optimizing people's performance and getting the best out of themselves and helping people to figure out what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are so that they can excel in life But also as well, giving them the tools to consistently grow into, I guess you could say, new fields or new awarenesses in their own life where they could be so much more than they currently are. And then giving them the tools to make sure they don't fuck it all up as well. Because there are a lot of people who do well for a little while financially, but then they destroy it all. Or they do well for a little while with their health and then they destroy it all. And so I just didn't want people to have all these crazy vicious cycles. So anyway, before we started, I know I've been talking for a while, but before we started, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who is part of the Driven MoFo community. It really means a lot to me because I know that there are so many driven motherfuckers out there who really want to do something cool in life and really want to achieve. And that's our community, you know, and that's why I love going out and having a coffee with our community and the people that I meet at our events and all that stuff. Like it really makes me feel fulfilled doing what we do and putting in the long hours and pushing hard. So thank you for everyone again, who's been rating, reviewing, sharing this stuff on socials. In fact, I woke up this morning and had a bit of a chuckle because Peter, if you're listening, I woke up this morning and he's posted on his Instagram page, him listening to this podcast with his little son in the back of the car. They're making a lot of noise in the car. I really do appreciate everyone sharing it. But anyway, let's get into the podcast. So today, I really wanted to talk about a massive mistake that business owners make in their business. And most of them aren't even aware of it. And it's so bad. And I see it happen so much, especially if you're on a channel like LinkedIn, you'll see it happen all the time. And what it is, is these fucking business awards, right? There's all these awards, right? So there's this award for young entrepreneurs, there's this award for fast growth businesses, there's this award for this and this award for that. And there's another, and there's all these business awards, right? And I used to get so caught up in it myself, you know, I'm like, i have got to get out and win all these awards because then people will take us seriously. But here's the truth. Your customers don't give a shit about the awards that you've won. They don't care. What they care about is can you deliver the product or the service at the level that they're paying for so that they perceive they're getting more value than what they're paying for. Now, if you can't do that, customers don't give a shit about the awards how often do you watch television and you see on there, let's say car brand comes up and they go you know we just won the amcar fire or whatever it is amstar five cap safety rating or whatever and have you ever even gone and bought a car and thought about what the mcap safety rating is very few people do because most people don't give a shit then there'll be other things where it's like a consumer award and someone gets on there and they go you know we've won the consumer's choice award for 2022 I've never ever watched a commercial. Now, maybe I might just be the only individual on the whole planet that doesn't do this. Maybe my friends in my friendship circle, but I've never heard any of them sit around and go, well, the reason why we went and bought off of them is because they won an award. Your customers don't give a shit. They don't care. You care. So business owners care because it helps them with their own insecurities. When a business owner consistently has to go out and win all these business awards, it's because it helps them deal with their insecurities and it makes them feel better unless they're using it as part of their story. Now, if their story is we've got out there and we won these awards and we overcame all these things and it's put together in a story framework about how you started from nowhere and you overcame all these things and you won this award and blah, blah, blah and that's what you wanted to do and now you're still consistently going, then that's cool. But the majority of them don't. They will, on their email signatures, they'll have all these awards. No one gives a shit. No one looks at that email signature. You'll see on their Facebook page, winner of da 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 award. No one gives a shit about that because that's not what they're buying. They're buying the product or the service that you promise that you're going to deliver at a fair value exchange in the customer's perception. Once someone realizes that, the goal is to make sure that the customer experience is amazing, not that the award is there. Now, I remember when I did these awards, and most people don't know this, most consumers don't know this. Most business awards aren't because the whoever is doing the business award. Is actually out there sussing out what's the best business. You essentially write something that promotes your business to the award or whatever it is to then win that award. So I remember years ago, my team, there was like something about, you know, this business award or whatever about great places to work. And my team went out there. I had a general manager at the time, still have a general manager, but different general managers. She went out there and spent all this fucking time. It took her like days to put together this huge thing about, you know, how our business started and the story and, This thing about me, like it literally took her a couple of days to write all this shit and to put all this information together in order to go out and win this award. Then they come back and they say, well, you were nominated for this award. Well, no shit. I'm nominated for the award because I fucking nominated ourselves. Then after that, it came back and we got in the top 10 places to work. That year was one of the highest turnover years that we had. So our business was a shit place to work. Yet we were in the top 10 of the best places to work because of this award. And I thought, man, this is a joke. Like, I can't believe it. After a while, I started meeting these people who were in the rich list. Now, my friends who were in the rich list, they were in the rich list because they were discovered as having extreme amounts of wealth. Now, what happens is when I spoke to them, I'm like, hey, dude, you're in the rich list. And they're like, oh, yeah. And I was like, how did it all happen? They go, oh, someone rang me up and said, we know you're worth about this amount of money. Can you tell us exactly what you're worth? And they go, oh, fuck, I don't know what I'm worth. And they said, what we do is the ones that were really wealthy, they kept downplaying the amount of their wealth. So when you read the majority of the rich list report, most of them are underplaying what they're worth, the real rich listers. Whereas then there was a whole bunch of other rich listers who were young and who were trying to get in the rich list, who were over-inflating the data and over-inflating their numbers because they wanted to be in the rich list because it was part of their marketing strategy. And so they wanted to get in there and go, well, I'm part of this amazing rich list and blah, blah, blah. And we did all this money turning. The way that they came up with that data and those numbers was very, very, very highly creative accounting. Let's just say we do $5 million turnover a year. Well, if I sold that business, I could sell it at a multiple. So if I'm selling it at a multiple of 10x or 10 times the amount of money, that means that my business is worth $50 million now. So then I could tell people that our company is worth $50 million because if I were to sell it today at a multiple of 10 times the amount in value, then I could multiply that by 10. Now that doesn't mean the business is worth $50 million. It just means that that's a multiple and that's possible, but that doesn't mean that that's what it's worth. There's a lot of high quality creative accounting that goes on in a lot of these awards. So you've just gotta be very, very careful. And businesses spend ages trying to get into these awards and win all these awards because they think that it makes the customers happy. They think that it creates some sort of stability in their business. They think that it helps with their marketing campaigns. But the reason why I'm doing this is because I have worked with a lot of business owners who have both won awards and who haven't won awards. And what I'll say is that the number one thing that customers give more of a shit about than anything else is that you can provide a quality product and a quality service. And if you can do that well and you've got awards and stuff on top of it, fantastic. But never let, and this is my point, because there are probably some of you out there who have won awards and all that stuff, and that's fantastic. And even I know that there are some of my friends who are rich listers who listen to this as well. And they will understand because they're the ones who try to deflate their wealth. But just be very, very careful because it is so easy for business owners to get off track with trying to prove the value of their business to the consumer by creating all these nonsense awards or trying to win all this stuff when really the customer does not care. It doesn't make the business any better. And like I said, you can go out there You can win a fucking award that says you're the best business in Australia. But if the customer experience is your business is shit, then that person will go out there, give one star ratings, one star reviews. They will go and talk to everybody, tell you that it's shit. So you're better off putting that time and energy into improving the customer experience and actually having a great business versus winning awards. Also, the other thing that I want to say is that I've worked with a couple of business owners who are third and fourth generation business owners who have amassed extreme wealth. And when I talk about extreme wealth, imagine paying out multiple great, great grandchildren. So we're talking fourth generation and it being, you know, tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars for those great, great grandchildren. And there is a shitload of them. Okay, we're not talking about two great grandkids. We're talking about like fucking lots, lots of them. So extreme wealth. Now, do you know the funny thing is I've never won a business award. Some of the businesses have been around for 50 years, some of them have been around for a hundred years, never won a business award. Yet there's these fast growth business awards where if your business can grow and scale at 400 or 800 or 1,000% scale in a two, three, four year period, you're like a fucking hero. But the goal isn't to scale a business fast. It's to make sure that you have something sustainable for a long, long time because that's where real wealth is generated. If you have a look at companies like Berkshire Hathaway from Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger, they have been around for decades. Okay, we're talking like 50, 60 years. Berkshire Hathaway has actually been around before that because Warren Buffett bought into that company and so on. That business has been around for a long, long, long time. When you have a look at companies like Big Pens and Streets Ice Cream, those businesses have been around for a long, 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 long time. And they don't have all the awards that they've won on the side of their packaging. Why? Because they just focus on delivering a great product and a great service or whatever it is that they do in order to make sure that the customers keep buying. Anyway, I hope that helps Mofos, because I really wanted to highlight this point about where your energy should be in your business. And you should be looking for those bottlenecks in your customer experience and consistently working on them. And no business has a perfect streamlined process. There's always problems. There's always shit that happens. Every time a business owner gets it perfectly right, the economy changes, the customers change, or the customer experience changes, technology changes. So there's always work to do. But please don't convince yourself and don't get caught up that by having more business awards, you're gonna have a better business because that's not the case. Maybe, maybe that might be the thing that makes your business worse because you're relying upon that thing versus making sure you're having a great experience. But also as well, like, please understand, I don't want to take away from anyone who has won those business awards because there are many great businesses that win business awards or different awards. I've got many friends who have won them and they do have great businesses and they do deserve those awards. There is also a lot of knobheads though that have won awards that should never have been given anything. And there is more and more business awards out there these days because of promotion and marketing or for whatever reason they're created. There are a lot of them out there that if you pay enough money, you'll get in the award. And others out there, if you know someone who knows someone, you'll get an award. Not a great place to be, but you know, it is what it is. So anyway, I hope that helps Driven Mofos. Just remember, stay focused on the most important thing in your business and keep growing it. Keep opening up those bottlenecks. Also, for those of you who haven't joined our Facebook group, jump across to the No BS Business Hacks on Facebook. If you just go to the search bar and type in No BS Business Hacks, you can join that group for free. I'm posting in there daily and putting in tips, tools, templates, all that stuff that you can download. Posted one in there the other day where you can grab it and just implement it straight into your business. Also, you can book a call with myself or one of our growth coaches. And then that way we can help you to figure out whatever the bottleneck is in your business and help you to open that up or whatever's going on with your mindset stuff as well, because my expertise is in human behavior and making people perform better. I also know that the number one problem in all businesses are people. That's the thing that tend to stress most businesses out is that it's a people problem. It's either a human resources problem and a hiring problem. That's a human behavior problem. You've got marketing. That's a human behavior problem in most cases. Very small amounts of technology, but the rest of it is human behavior. Because if you don't understand how the consumer responds, then you've got a marketing problem sales. Sales problems are essentially human behavior problems. If you know how to work with people and you understand that stuff, then you can solve most of your sales problems. So the majority of business problems are human behavior problems. And that's why I love doing what I do, because that's the thing that I guess I'm highly skilled at. So anyway, please, if you haven't already done so, jump into that group. And remember Driven Mofos, never underestimate the dream. Keep pushing hard, keep achieving. And again, thank you for everyone who's been rating and reviewing the podcast and sharing it with their friends and family. Have a great day. Peace out.